Today is January 30th. It's Thursday. Another day um, that we got to get through before it's the weekend. And if anybody is like me, I have the weekends off, which um, for me, not really off. Got other <laughs> things, other gigs that um, I have to uh, take care of. Um, but it's all good. We try to um, balance out our day and get sleep in where it fits in and get happiness in where it can fit into. <laughs> But uh, ultimately, you know, we got to make ourselves a priority as well as everyone else in our lives. So, how are you this morning? You know who you've just tuned into. You tuned in to your girl, DJ Lala. And this is DJ Lala and the fam, straight with no chaser, music, life, and all that other good-ish. How are you today? You good? Good this morning? I don't know. <laughs> I hope you're doing well. I hope everything's going well for you. Hope you've um, got your pick-me-ups this morning to get you out the door to start a new day. Don't worry about what you did yesterday, what you didn't do. Don't beat yourself up about what you could have, should have done. It's over. Nothing you can do about it. Can't get that time of that day back. Today is a fresh new day. So, we got a lot to talk about, and I got a topic for y'all. Um, we got a little bit of uh, trending news that I want to talk to you guys about. Um... But um, hope you got a chance to work on that list of happiness last night, you know? So every day we, we need to make a checklist, our list of happiness to what we need to check off to get to where we need to be as far as our happiness, you know, whatever that is for you. Getting out of these situationships, um, finding a new career, making that decision to do what you got to do to make you and everybody else happy. So that being said, um, let's talk about... Um, this postal worker <laughs> who rented a storage unit to hide mail because he felt pressured to deliver it. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> he was caught with that public storage unit full of mail that he never delivered. Jason De La Cruz, he pleaded guilty to the charges of delayed mail. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow, I guess people can't handle pressure um, very well, but uh, he was a postal employee in August 2019. He is set to be sentenced on February 12th. Um, he worked as a mail carrier in Chesapeake, Virginia, and he felt pressured and couldn't make time, he said, to complete his mail route. Well, look, homie, you needed to talk to your supervisor and be like, listen, I need help with this because, you know, it ain't going to get done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that that's a little trying to, uh, a little extreme trying to, uh, you know, where you're feeling pressured and you can't, you know, get everything done where you need to uh, get a storage unit. Where you need to get a storage unit to not uh, finish your, your work. Um, 
<laughs> that was a little creative though, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> he said he couldn't make the time to complete his mail route according to the court documents. He told authorities that he rented a public storage unit for $49 a month. Now listen here. All right, I I wouldn't now. That's a little creative, but it's a little crazy. Cause for you, I mean, I don't know. I guess it was worth it for him to pay that forty nine dollars a month for the sole purpose of storing mail that he couldn't deliver. So um, he started hiding mail in November or December of two thousand eighteen, and he rented the storage unit in uh, February of two thousand nineteen. And um, he said he put mail that he was unable to deliver in the unit from that time up until he was discovered in May 2019. So Dela Cruz told authorities that he intended to deliver the mail in the storage unit, but he fell behind and was never able to, according to the court documents. He said he never destroyed any mail, um, but he was caught on video dumping bin after bin after bin of mail in the woods. Um, his attorney told CNN Wednesday that he was unable to comment at that time. So, um, agents from the United States uh, Postal Office um, um, of Inspector General found almost 5,000 pieces of mail. Wow. <laughs> the storage unit in Virginia Beach. Woo. Boy, you in some trouble now. Good God, that's a lot of mail. I mean, why is it that he, I mean, I, you would think that, you know, that they would give him some help if he felt like he couldn't handle it and he was the only one on that route who had all that mail. I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't, but whew, that's crazy. Good luck to him. Um, there was a 12-year-old who got threatening text messages from a supposed drug cartel. That was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, her mom um, was alerting parents um, after her 12-year-old daughter was sent a threatening text message from a supposed drug cartel. Um, Amber Phillip, she told um, that her daughter was at school when the sixth grader got the message that left her shaken. Um, they said that they were part of the Zeta cartel, and if we don't pay a fee, they were going to kill family that they had the address and for her to give them a call as soon as possible. Um, she was feeling a major anxiety. She was scared, of course. Um, and she had a hard time sleeping at night. So they did some research and found out the text message was a hoax. But the fact that at a touch of a button, scammers can contact kids is what scared her mother. Um, she stated, I control a lot of things on her phone. Um, so for them to have even accessed her phone number, and she's had it for such a long time, kind of worries me on where they even got the information to begin with. So... FBI officials um, said even if they are hoaxes, messages that contain threats like those need to be reported. That text threatened to do things to the victim's family, he said. Nobody, especially a young person, should be exposed to that. While it's tempting to call these scam numbers, um, we don't want victims to get fixated on the area code or the zip code or where this communication may be coming. Um... She was warning parents to be alert when it comes to your kids and their phones. You know, we need to come together as a community and make this aware of every parent out there. She said, even your children, make them aware, sit them down, and have conversations with them. Um, that's very scary. Very scary. Um, but my daughter, I didn't even want to get her phone. I had to, but you know what? She's very smart. Anything 
that is not programmed to her phone that has names mommy or whomever on there she won't answer it because we talked about these scam numbers so. <laughs> mm -mm. and these scam calls I've been teaching her about stranger danger since she was like two years old <laughs> oh my god you have to this day and age but did y'all hear about um how fabulous um, said Beyonce checked him about his disrespectful Solange, which is for any anyone who doesn't know, Solange is her sister. Um, disrespectful Solange lyrics. So about a week ago, he was on the Breakfast Club, and during his conversation, um, he they discussed some of the lyrics, specifically the ones that were um, where he took shots and jabs at other people. And he's a punchline rapper, so you know. <laughs> He, um, he said that his priorities were just about saying something clever to get people, you know, to get them on, you know, to, you know, to get them, you know, into the song. So I believe that because I love Fabulous. He, he's a great lyricist and I, I just love his, um, his style and uh, his music. So he said, um, because if you could have a Beyonce, would you take Solange? I remember that. <laughs> He said sometimes you have to say punchlines or things in music and you may not even know any seriousness behind it. You're just trying to say something in the moment to catch attention. I do agree. And I was in the um, the song For The Money. That was a 2010 song. So got him in trouble with some of the most influential people in the music industry before. But hey, it's hip hop. So you go Beyonce. Um, because that is one of the queens besides Mariah. I still love this song, even though it ain't new. This song is so cute and sexy, right? <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk about 50, 50 Cent. Um, he had a lot to say on social media, you know, after, um, Kobe Bryant and his daughter's death and everyone that died in that helicopter. He, um, while the grief is, um, still, like, fresh, you know, because it just not, it just happened. A lot of celebrities, um, and non-celebs, too, are finding inspiration in the midst of the tragedy. Um, and, of course, one of those people is, um, rapper, actor, Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. Um, and he said that he plans to change his ways. In light of um, Kobe's death, uh, 50 has taken to social media to post photos and tributes to the young basketball legend like many others. He had a good camaraderie with Bryant and finds the loss particularly painful. One of 50 Cent's recent messages about the tragedy alluded to the idea that he'll no longer participate in beefs. Really? Mm. Mm -mm. I know you ain't going to be able to help yourself sometimes, though, 50, especially when it comes to your money. But anyway, honey, he says, I feel like I have to achieve what I want in life. Now, after this, I have to focus. I'm not arguing with anyone anymore. I'll deal with it in another way if there's a problem. Now, many believe 50 Cent's change of heart is because of the Mamba effect, which references Bryant's drive and sharp focus. What do y'all think? Y'all believe him? I mean, we can't change overnight. You feel me? It's hard. But, you know, at least he's saying it and he's trying so that's all we can do is pray and hope that there's a change coming. So, 
Um, got a question for y'all. I got a couple of things. Um, so we're going to talk about, now we talked about this before, but I want to go over it again. Uh, for those of you who didn't catch it on the episode, we're talking about uh, Fantasia, who was on The Breakfast Club, and she made comments um, about um, good good things, um, but people, you know, had their own opinion about it and took it in the wrong way, I feel. Um, she was talking about her new marriage with her husband and how quickly they fell in love, which was in a matter of months and got married, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, if you're feeling that uh, soul connection. And um, she was talking about being um, submissive. So I'm going to play a video of um, what her husband had to say. He's piggybacking on what she had to say when she was on The Breakfast Club. And you tell me what you think. And I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> and um, let me put that on for you so you can hear it. Here we go. Submission is supposed to be a beautiful song and dance between two lovers. What's happened is men have abused that power. <clears throat> Forgive me, they've abused that gift. And we have been misled to think that it's something where it's a dominant spirit and we, we own every decision, we dictate everything, we rule with an iron fist. First of all, that's not love. Mm. What happens is... Perspective that I felt like the male and the female should hear, so... So here's the issue. Submission is supposed to be a beautiful song and dance between two lovers. What's happened is men have abused that power. <clears throat> Forgive me, they've abused that gift. And we have been misled to think that it's something where it's a dominant spirit and we, we own every decision, we dictate everything, we rule with an iron fist. First of all, that's not love. Mm. What happens is... Perspective that I felt like the male and the female should hear so wow did y'all hear that wow she got her a good one honey <laughs> she indeed does um first of all um where you meet him at fantasia i mean <laughs> let me stop trying to get myself in trouble but um you got a good one honey i mean does anybody agree or or do you even disagree with what he's saying <laughs> question and turn on the music a little bit because um that was good how he explained it um about being uh submissive because she felt like um if you didn't hear the interview she felt like a lot of women aren't being submissive enough to their king to their husband and a lot of women took it as you know oh i ain't bowing down to him i ain't you know letting him make call all the shots letting him uh make all the decisions that's not what she was saying and because um, I couldn't get the rest of the video to play, I'm just gonna keep it 100 with y'all. Um, I watched it this morning and this I didn't get, I didn't see this video actually. I just heard her on The Breakfast Club. I just now heard this video that she had put out because she wanted her husband to piggyback of what she was saying. A lot of, you know, she was getting a lot of bad feedback from what people thought she meant. So he was saying that it's not, he don't call all the shots. He don't make all the decisions. He was saying, she was saying, they were both saying that they let each other leave. She's a woman, he's a man. It's not like he does all the, you know, he's dedicated to doing certain things because he's a man and vice versa. He was just saying how um, 
she calls the shots. She she calls her own shots. You know, he don't tell her what to do. And he it's not like, you know, she's bowing down to him or anything like that. She was just saying there are a lot of women who don't. They don't want to be submissive to their king, to their husband. Um, so a lot of people took it as, like I just said before. Um, but he was saying it wasn't that way, you know. Um, and that's where she said a lot of relationships goes wrong. You know, um, where women aren't doing that. So hit me up and let me know what, how you feel about um, this whole thing about being submissive. And if you agree, if you don't, um, if you agree, if you disagree uh, about, and I just told you what um, Fantasia said and listening to what he said, um, hit me up and let me know how you feel about it. So he was basically saying how they submit to each other. You know, no one is more dominant over the other. He was saying they submit to love. So... Um, that's what he was saying and a lot of people are afraid to submit or they think they they look at that word as a bad word and they feel like oh I ain't submitting to her or I ain't submitting to him well if you're in a good relationship and you have a perfect understanding of what you what each other want and you respect each other then I think you should I don't think anything is wrong with that but if you are in a, a relationship or a marriage and it's not the case then then I understand your point of view but in their situation, you know, they, they see eye to eye, they listen to each other, they um, consider each other's um, point of views, and they, you know, they listen to each other, they understand each other, and they submit to each other, they submit to love. So that's what they're basically saying, but people took it as, you know, oh, you let your husband tell you what to do, or you don't have a mind of your own, and you let him control everything. That's not what she was saying, and he was saying that's not the case, okay? So... Um, hit me up and let me know how you feel about um, being submissive. So um, we're going to talk about that. I just wanted you to hear a little bit of the video. Okay, so please hit me up because we need to talk about that. So um, we can go over um, what it is to be submissive. Talk about submission. Okay. <laughs> oh, before I get into my topic... Um, we need to get in the um, the whole offset situation. So, um, law enforcement sources tell us they've recovered two guns and offset, and three others have been taken to the station for further questioning. No official arrests have been made. So, offset has been detained by cops after a report of a person with a gun at an LA shopping center. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ a call came in just before 8 p.m. of a person with a gun inside the parking structure at the Grove Shopping Center. We're told the person who had the weapon allegedly fled the scene and Offset and members of his entourage have been detained. It is not clear if Offset or anyone he was with actually had a weapon and police are currently investigating the situation. Um, they had a video and it was obtained by uh, TMZ. Um, you can see Offset in the yellow hoodie ask an officer why he's being cuffed and the officer pushes the Migos rapper up against the wall. We are told Offset has currently been held um, near the security station of the Grove. Um, wow, that's craziness. Whew. Says he was released by cops after report of the gun at the LA Shopping Center. That's, that's terrible. He was released just before midnight after two of the folks detained admitted the guns found were theirs. Man, that's tough. That is tough, tough, tough. I mean, listen, the cops, I mean, when they when they get a report, they, they have to do their job, 
But at the same time, when you're on the other end and you're the person being accused of something that you didn't do, that, that's really tough. That's, you know, that's a bad feeling. So, oh, speaking of cops, E, I got a, oh, I got a question to ask you. And I know you're not this way. Why is it that, and it's not just with cops, it's, it's just when anybody gets into a position, I feel that sometimes when people get into a position, they forget where they came from and they don't know how to act and it seems like their manners had gone out the window. One situation is, I, you know I always go to this Freeport 7-Eleven. I'm gonna take a sip for this hot night. Friend. I always go to 7-Eleven and I, you, I know most of the cops there because they go there all the time, but there was a couple of new ones that was there. And this tall guy, he was um, with this uh, female officer um, they were walking, um, in, and the lady held the door for me, but not the man, you know, he, like, he wanted to let it close, the mail car, so, all good, I don't let things, I let things, I don't let things, um, I don't hold on to things, I don't let it bother me like that, um, depending on my day, but for the most part, no, so, we, everybody was getting coffee, as I was going out, I held the door for the both of them, the female said thank you, and he did not, and he dropped something, and I picked it up, he didn't say thank you or nothing he just like kind of snatched it and walked off like where are your manners i don't care if you are a cop like i mean what's the attitude for and i'm not saying he had the attitude because he was a cop i don't know he could have or maybe not i'm just saying as a person regardless of who you are like um I, it would i don't know was he always like that maybe he was always maybe it has nothing to do with him being a cop maybe he's just always had attitude but I don't know like it just seems like if you're gonna take on a position that you you know what I mean you have a certain you know thing to uphold I don't know I'm not saying that you know when you hold up a certain position that it's your responsibility to you know I don't know I don't want to go into it any further before I hear your answer and then we could discuss it you could talk about it but I'm, I'm just period it's not just officers it's, it's anybody I've seen people who they got promoted and they got another position and it was like that cool down earth person is no longer it just went out the window now they think that they're better than everybody else and they feel like they can talk to you any kind of way and they feel like you know they don't know you and they don't have to talk to you and they, their attitude changes what is it about that you know I don't get it I really don't and y'all can say everybody is like that but that's not true um, I had plenty of positions that you have no idea they were high <laughs> some and then some had to come down some positions because of decisions that I had made um and that was on me but um I don't understand that what is that that doesn't mean you get to treat people any way that you want I mean doesn't mean that you have to let it bother you either I'm just just I'm just asking what is it with that people do that I mean, I like Ariana Grande, but we not listening to that song because they played it on the radio when it came out like every five minutes, just like they do with anything else. I don't know if they do that wherever you are here in New York. I mean, I know I get it. I get why they have to do it. You know, I get the purpose of them doing it. No, they get money for that, for the promotion and playing the songs. Uh, you know, certain amount of times I get it, but I can't listen to that song anymore. <laughs> but anyway. Let's get into um, my topic. Don't forget to hit me up, E. Send me a message. I know it's going to be text because I know you're busy, so it's fine. Um, or anybody else who wants to comment on it or what I've spoken about so far. 
Um, we gonna talk about Jim Jones and Chrissy Lampkin. Y'all know Jim Jones. Chrissy Lampkin is his uh, fiance, and if they're on Love and Hip Hop. And if you watched it, um, you know what's going on. If you haven't, I'm gonna tell you. So, um, she's been asking Jim to get married for a long time. They've been together, known each other for like years. I don't know if it's been like 20. And um, one episode, she kind of gave him an ultimatum on one of the episodes about, you know, getting married. And um, she, I think she broke up with him or something happened where she went to Miami with her girlfriends. And um, he popped up there and popped the question. And they've been engaged ever since. And then it's been a long time since they've been engaged and they never got married. And they've been together a long time. So recently they've spoken about it. And um, he said he still wants to marry her. He loves her. And they ain't going nowhere. You know, they, they always, you know, they always have their thing with each other. But um, she told him that at this point, it don't really matter if they get married or not. Um, because they obviously they ain't going anywhere from each other. They gonna stay together, of course. Um, they never really broke up. It's just they had a, like a little thing. You know about the marriage whole situation but she's saying like it's been so long at this point it really don't matter um whether they're married or not you know because she feels like it's not gonna change anything in their relationship if they get that piece of paper and that's what i was telling you guys before i mean i'm not judging anybody who's traditional if you want to meet somebody and within a six months or one year or two years however long you do it to want to get engaged get married if you have a time frame you put a time frame on it and that's on you i feel that you need to live with a person first before you do that and you don't have to if you already know that that's your soulmate and that you can be with the person and you got that connection then by all means you know you may not have to live with each other you can just get married but i feel like if you if do i want to get married someday but if I don't, I don't. If I do, I do. Um, it's not like it's going to make or break anything. Um, of course, every female, every woman wants to get married. But the male has to want to get married too. He has to feel it. He can't be forced to get married. And he can't just make that decision to want to do that or propose because he feels like the woman wants it. You know, he has to want it and feel it too. He can't be pressured into it. But... Jim Jones is saying how he wants to still marry her. And she's like, well, you know, if we do, you know, I love you and that's good. If you, you know, if you don't, then, you know, I still ain't going nowhere. So a lot of people had a lot to say about that. They really did. Um, they had a whole lot to say about it. They're like, oh, you stupid. You know, why you been with him all this time gone and, you know, make it official, blah, blah, blah. Like they had a whole lot to say about it. And, hey, you know, and Envy, he was saying how, too, how his wife, um, and, um, not, not Envy, but Charlamagne was saying how with his wife, he's known, he's known her a long time, too, like, what, 20 years? And, um, they had only, um, but been married for five years or something like that, and then when he proposed, she was like, we do, we do, we don't, we don't, you know, I'll still love you, we still gonna be together, and then he was like, well, I wanted to propose, and if I wanted to propose to you, it would be in a nice, beautiful place as where they were. And he, you know, popped the question. So, and, and he was right. He made a statement how he feels like, you know, 
women are like, you know, I do want to get married, but you know, it's like whatever. And and that is true. When you've been together with somebody for so long, you know you ain't going nowhere, and you have a beautiful relationship. Um, you kind of know, like, you know, this is the man and woman for me, you know, and it's beautiful already. If we get married, we get married. If we don't, we don't. But a lot of people feel differently. They're like, oh no, you need to, you need to, you have to make it official, or. Like I was telling you before, when you are married or in a long-term relationship, you have kids, people feel like, oh, you need to stay or, oh, you need to do this. No, you don't need to do a damn thing. You have to do what's best for you and what makes you and everyone else happy. Um, a lot of times we make these traditional decisions and later on down the line where then that's when you tell people it's complicated or you're not happy or you're in a situation. Come on. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> you have to do what's best for you and not listen to what everybody says. And think about it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, if she don't want to make it official and get married, I mean, it's not that she don't want to. It's like they were saying how they didn't like her behavior about it. Because all this time, you know, it's like she's been, like she's been waiting for him to do the damn thing and she's she was serious she was like i ain't going nowhere i love you we're together you know if we get married we get married if we don't we don't and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that or people should pressure her into being like you know he's this he's that and you need to go on and do it so hit me up and let me know how you feel about it um a lot of people had a lot of things to say about it and um and guess what it's Copa time!
<laughs> Sometimes I get it mixed up because, you know, I, I know so many languages and, you know, I'm into so many cultures. Sometimes I might mix up my Spanish with my uh, Creole. So, hey, it is what it is. Um, woo. It's 32 degrees here in New York. Um, and it's the end of January. My goodness. What y'all think about that? I, I'm still like, I'm still getting over it's um, 2020. But anyway, I hope you guys had a great morning so far. I hope you've worked on your list of happiness, or you're gonna, or you're going to anyway. Stay organized, make a plan, get motivated, and um, do you. You gotta be happy, you know. Stop sitting in one place feeling sorry for yourself. Just do something. Make a plan. And don't think just because you're writing stuff down on a piece of paper or um, you got stuff in your head that you want to do, don't think that it's not going to, you know, come to life. It will if you just stay motivated. You just got to do something with it. You can't just say. No more just, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Put some action into it. Do it. Do it. So all I can say you know, we can't be afraid to wake up in the mornings. We can't be afraid to do this or that. No fear, no worries, because what can you do about it? It's all in God's hands. You just got to wake up every day and do your part and live every best, live every day like it's your last. I'm sorry. I ain't saying go on there doing some crazy-ish, all right? I ain't telling you to do that. All I'm saying is, you know, the worrying has to stop. The fear has to stop. It does. It ain't gonna change nothing. It ain't gonna. It ain't gonna fix anything. And it ain't gonna. You know. Just gotta do what you gotta do to be happy. And you gotta just start making some quick decisions to to alter your life, to to do things, to get to where you need to be. You can't grow. Remember, if you do the same things, you get the same results. If you do different things, you get different results. So. So, um, I'm gonna give my shout outs. Shout out to DJ Junes, the hottest DJ in the New York metro area. And period. Um, <laughs> he has a lot of videos and uh, music on um, YouTube and SoundCloud and our Facebook page, DJ Junes Entertainment. Like and share the page, cause you know, cause of me, cause you're a girl, you feel me? <laughs> because I'm cute. <laughs> Shout out to um, DJ Felly Mix. Shout out to um, DJ Mike Kane in the Boston area. He also has imageimpressions.com. Shout out to DJ K Solo in the DMB. Um, who else we got? Who else did we got? Uh, <laughs> DJ X-Ray D. I'm just joking, DJ X-Ray D. DJ X-Ray D in the um, ATL and NC. Um, check out Harvey Champagne. He has a lot of music on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Shout out to Devin Michael Porter. Shout out to Brazzy Four Times. Shout out to France Nicholas. Shout out to Ellen L. Cater and all events. Shout out to um, Delightful Desserts. Shout out to Mike Milan, Mike Milan Photography. Um, shout out to my little sis, Nicole Kaminu Photography. Um, who else we got? Shout out to Slack Poppy. Shout out to um, Sergi. Shout out to Talia. 
shout out to Sis B, shout out to my sis Cece, um, Patricia Ann, Carol Ty, um, shout out to Guru, shout out to Jazz, um, DJ Paris Mix, shout out to everybody who listens. It ain't for everybody. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I appreciate you anyway. Um, thank you in advance for uh, checking out everybody that I'm naming, you know. It don't take much to, to help a brother or sister out with promotion, you know. I don't do it for anything. <laughs> ain't like I'm getting paid for it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, this is just what I do, so. Um, not that I would ask anything for it anyway, but. Um, a lot of people that I associate with I you know I appreciate y'all so this is what I do thank you so much appreciate my anchor family for the support um, a lot of people there you know they do what they do on anchor and uh, we all do different things different styles I appreciate that I appreciate you listening you know I try to listen to your episodes as well and um, what we gonna do is we gonna try to have a good day and we gonna not listen to the sidelines and let people, other people's behavior, alter ours. Okay. So hit me up. Let me know how you feel about this episode about the whole submissive thing with uh, Fantasia and her husband. Um, her interview on the Breakfast Club about being submissive. Um, let me know your thoughts on that. Let me know your thoughts on all the uh, the trending news that I was speaking about. Um, your thoughts on. Um, being traditional or getting married or you know what you have to do to or what you think you should do to make your relationship official or even if you have to do anything if it's perfectly fine you know is that okay um and just hit me up if you want to discuss anything else i'm here for you you know i know a lot of people they don't do friends they don't do you know advice or certain things but you can hit me up if you want to talk you know if you want to um exchange information and um, talk about whatever it is. You want to say what up, good morning, buenos dias, como estas, you know, bonjour. Whatever it is that you want to talk about, we can talk about. We try to talk about everything here on DJ La La and the fam. Um, but I try to break it up. Can't talk about everything in one episode and everything in one day. So we got to take it one day at a time. Make sure that um, you take a lunch. Make sure you breathe. I'm here for you. Kings, keep your head up, shoulders up, don't let nobody break you, break your spirit as well as you queens, make sure that uh, we know how to treat each other, make sure kings you get you the right queen in your life and stop playing around, playing house with whoever it is that you with, um, not making any decisions, make sure you queens find you a king that's going to treat you like a queen, make sure that you're out here in these streets representing yourself well, um, we ain't kids no more, so we gotta make sure that, you know, we're doing the right thing. I'm not putting the age on anything, because you're never too old, I feel. You're never too old dressed a certain way. If you buy clothes and you look good in it, hey, fit you well, hey, do what you wanna do. That's your money, it's your body. So, I don't put an age or a time frame on anything, you know? I really don't. Because each individual is different depending on your experiences, no matter what age you are. There's some people who are older who never experienced love. There's people that's never been in love. If you ever get that one day, it's a beautiful thing. Um, there's some people that just never experienced having a credit card or, or marriage or, you know, a lot of things. 
having a bank account. You'll be surprised. You know, I, I know people who, who are younger who've experienced more things than some of the older people, you know what I mean? Who are even more mature. So it all depends on your experiences and what you've been through. Sometimes it ain't about age. And a lot of people out here talking about, oh, you a certain age, you should be dressed a certain way. That's not your damn business. If you look good in it, who cares? <laughs> That's what I say. You know what I mean? Who told you that you had to be, you know, dressing a certain way at a certain age? That's not law. But anyway, <laughs> don't listen to anybody on the sidelines. Make sure that you have a great day um, and do what you can to do what you have to do to be happy. Have a great day. Do me a favor. Love, live, and laugh.